Money FM 89.3, best of workday afternoon. The Soul of Business with Clarissa Montero on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to The Soul of Business on Money FM 89.3. I'm Clarissa Montero for the Workday Afternoon. At the inaugural Tomasic Shophouse Conversations event earlier this year, Deputy Prime Minister Heng Sui Kiet noted science and technology will continue to give countries an edge in recovering from the pandemic. To explore the growing synergy between technology and healthcare, we are joined by Kuma Mitra, Director and Regional General Manager, Lenovo ISG, APEC. Kuma, welcome to the show. Yeah, good afternoon. Thank you very much for having me. It is absolutely our pleasure. I'm looking forward to this conversation. Maybe we can start with Singapore's Road to Accelerating Healthcare 4.0. Give us an overview. Okay, thank you for asking that. I think if you if you look at look around, the noble technologies are on the rise in Singapore healthcare system. From having a, a virtual doctor to analyze heart readings to online medical consultation platforms. Clinics are sort of increasingly turning virtual to give quicker care to patients. I think this is also part of uh, Singapore's Smart Nation initiative under which uh, the government has introduced several technology-related outlets uh, such as telehealth, health hub, and assistive technology and robotics to encourage more Singaporeans to proactively take care of their health. Uh, if you ask me, the future of patient care experience in Singapore is the one that will uh, turn increasingly virtual, where it is cost-effective and accessible anytime, anywhere, while still staying secure. And uh, patient care will actually turn almost instant with the click of a button on the phone, where patients will be able to speak to a doctor or a healthcare professional via video call or chat, and medicine can be delivered to patients' uh, doorstep promptly. Okay, now perhaps prior to COVID-19, our experience with technology healthcare would have been hearing about these new tech startups who were doing telemedicine, but most of us were probably sitting back and thinking, "Mm, yeah, okay, maybe I'll try it sometime. But COVID, after it hit us, made teleconsulting, teledispensing a very real necessity for us. Help us understand how technology and innovation is going to drive the future of healthcare. You know, when we talk about healthcare, we focus on basically three areas. I think one is access, access to healthcare, quality healthcare. Second is quality of the service. And third is the cost of the healthcare. The key point here is how do we balance this triangle with disruptive technology? But how a technology ultimately should result in greater patient centricity because the focus is on the patient. Uh, for example, uh, within Lenovo, we partner with key healthcare institutions in Singapore, uh, such as NUHS, and uh, we know teleconsultations have increased by 20 to 30% since the pandemic started. Uh, patients actually now find that technology enables healthcare to be more convenient as they no longer have to commute down to clinics, hospitals, and doctors are actually more freed up. And then, then you have the, the use of AI, uh, artificial intelligence, for teleconsulting. Uh, not only it's more efficient for both the doctor and patient, but electronic medical records, data records, are automatically saved and possibly used for shared care in the future. And the last one is data is now pre-processed uh, for the doctor, and we are now dependent on analysis, and we are now dependent on analysis to take that info and synthesize it. And uh, lastly, as a summary, I think 
Organizations that invest in AI will help enhance treatment for patients, allowing for the delivery of customized contents for patients on demand. Would it be right to say that, um, you know, as, as a patient, my experience would be the teleconsulting. So I'm still talking to an actual doctor a lot right. of the time, whether right. it's on a Zoom call or what have you, or on an right. app. But the doctor himself or herself, they are using apps and, and AI on the back end that right. you would be actively involved in. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And that's, that's exactly how it is. So the doctor has access to a lot of a lot of data, a lot of information, patients to patients' health record, uh, which they can they, they can sort of pre-process it and, and provide you some uh, some insights and information uh, as, as we do this teleconsultation. Yes, you're right. Okay, so as a patient, I'm not necessarily seeing how much more of a role technology is already playing in my healthcare, but it's there and it's absolutely. growing. Absolutely. And, and the, the other thing is uh, that you might want to look at it is also the other sort of on the on the underside with the concern that comes out is how secure is my my patient data is. Mm. So that's that's a big conversation, right? Because so much of data is already available public. So I, I think rather than a challenge, ensuring patient data is secure uh, should be a seen a norm with the solutions to help mitigate risk. And that's exactly what we do. Uh, records such as data distribution and sharing must be in compliance uh, with the regulations of the standards of Singapore's Personal Data Protection Act. And patients are informed that this data is, must be secured in a controlled environment with proper sharing settings. Uh, so some data may be available publicly, but not all. And, and technology plays a critical role in, in ensuring that security of the data is. So you can be rest assured that your data is not available or it sort of is uh, it's available for full public view without your permissions. Actually, to, to be honest, as, as the average patient, I just assume that. Yeah. I, I don't actually think about it, but I'm sure that there are a lot of processes that, that in play to protect right. my data. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's what the technology infrastructure does, it, uh, ensuring that data are secured in a controlled environment as per the law and the regulations. And, uh, and this is, by the way, one of the highly regulated environments. So, so technology plays a key role to ensure that it's regulated. Yeah. How much of a challenge is that for you at your end? Uh, I think one of the challenges, if you look at it, a uh, lot of the hospitals are still uh, relying on legacy systems, but obviously the transformation has already started. Mm-hmm. Uh, what it means is that uh, doctors are unable to check patients' medical records outside of the hospital, and then cross-sharing of patient records across hospitals may not be possible. And, and that what it means, it leads to a, a slowdown of the process of obtaining machine, machine, patient records, making it inefficient and unproductive for both healthcare professionals and, as well as patients. I think it's more of a time factor because the information is not being shared in real time, so it might, might impact the treatment of the patients. And at Lenovo, what we have built, uh, what we believe and what we have built is, uh, is how can we leverage smarter technology to bring about real meaningful change uh, for all. And so Lenovo helps in hospitals to drive digital transformation journey through shifting systems uh, to the cloud. Right. Now, I'm trying to understand what are some of the challenges and considerations adopting tech solutions in healthcare would present? Yeah, I think one of the one of the things that you might look at with uh, with technology streamlining processes where sort of menial tasks, the repetitive tasks, can be covered. It gives healthcare professional opportunity to upskill and reskill as well as make more time to focus on interacting with patients that might uh, need extra care and attention. Because with with technology, it's like almost a two in one job. Not only you are a healthcare professional, but also a technologist. And, and mindset is very important here. Uh, we, we can do as many sessions of training as possible, but only if healthcare professionals buy into benefits tech can bring, it will only actually help. And there's another common concerns, including a fear of being replaced or removing the all-important human interaction in care. It's vital that these concerns are actually are heard and debunked uh, at the outset. And uh, I think the third on the patient side, patients want to be able to interact and hear from doctors and nurses. They want
want that personal touch and, and emotional support. And this is where exactly tech like uh, artificial intelligence play a key role or a critical role to free up, uh, free up doctors and nurses from menial tasks that focus on what matters, interacting with the patients. It's interesting you say that because about two years ago, I attended a fireside with President uh, Barack Obama and he said healthcare was going to be one of the places where technology and AI would play a very real part in pushing it forward. But the one place AI and technology cannot replace the human is in the nursing, in, in the human interaction between patient and healthcare professional. Absolutely, absolutely. See, um, I don't think that the human touch um, or the human sort of patient centricity uh, mm-hmm. of the connect between the doctor and the patient will never actually go away. What it will help is, is the back-end process and systems will become more, far more automated for doctors and both the patients to ha- have access to a lot of meaningful data. That's where technology actually helps. Uh, being from a, from a reactive interaction, it becomes more proactive and predictive interaction. So I think that's, that's where technology will play a very critical role. But the actual interaction between a patient and doctor uh, will never change. I, I don't think that can change anyway uh, with whatever technology you can bring in. So there, there shouldn't actually exist a fear of being replaced by technology. Let's Absolutely. talk about... Absolutely, it, it should not. It should not. No, it's they not. shouldn't, right? Because without, if I'm sick, I don't want to talk to a computer. I want Absolutely. to talk to a human. Want to, right? You want to talk to a doctor and, and feel good about it, right? Sometimes talking to another human being actually makes you feel much better, right? Absolutely. Now let's talk about upskilling the workforce, though, to enable right. these efficiencies and streamlining processes with right. this new ecosystem you're talking about. Right. As I was referring to, with technology, it's almost like a two-in-one job, right? You're not only a healthcare professional, but also a technologist. So I think one thing that's very important is, uh, is, is having a very positive mindset about adopting technology. We can have as many, as many sessions of intervention that we can do, but uh, as long as you understand and appreciate the value of technology that can bring to your day-to-day job, it becomes much more easier to adopt and use and leverage it. And second is, uh, we talked about it, right? So the common concerns is, uh, what happens to my job? What happens to my role? I can tell you technology can help to sort of augment your role and your contribution. It is not here to replace any human being. And this, this not only applies to healthcare, it applies to any vertical where technology is being used significantly, more so in healthcare, right? And as you, as you sort of talked about, patients still want to interact with the doctor, still want to interact with the human, uh, still want to interact with a, with a real doctor and nurse. And what technology actually helps to sort of is, is to build the back-end infrastructure. So there's a lot of ready information and data is available for, for each one of them to access and to provide much better healthcare uh, at, at, a, at a reasonable cost and accessible anywhere and everywhere. And uh, I think this is, and the last thing I want to say is uh, why AI plays a critical role, because AI can help you to provide uh, more proactive healthcare, more proactive treatments to a lot of the common elements, whereas, whereas a lot of the treatments nowadays is more reactive and, and predictive. It becomes more proactive with, with the use of AI. All right, now let's talk about some of that. Lenovo's ISG unique genomics optimization and scalability tool. I can barely say it. What is it? And let's and, okay. and tell us more about it. Yeah, I know it's it's a it's a, it's a fairly a big mouthful actually. <laughs> uh, it's it's called Ghost for 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 a, for a name for a being to be. But I think it's become very relevant in today's world of pandemic, right? And mm-hmm. uh, if you look at pandemic and the, the importance of vaccines and medical breakthrough has never been more apparent. Um, and I'm just, I'm just looking at the speed at which we have developed a vaccine, which is highly effective uh, in, in a period of less than a year, is, is, is astounding in medical work. And one of the critical things in, in that building of vaccines is, is something what we call as genomics and their analysis. It's very critical to sort of create those vaccines. But routinely, any sort of genomic analysis typically takes anything between 60 to 150 hours per sample to analyze. Uh, to analyze. 
But what we do with this technology, what we call as GHOST, uh, which is Genomics Optimization and Scalability Tool, it's actually an easy-to-use, scalable, tried-and-tested appliance form, which is basically hardware software integrated, which can effectively analyze large volumes of data at accelerated speed, reducing time to analyze to hours instead of days, which effectively means that your vaccine development cycle gets accelerated. Uh, some of the use cases actually include the University of Birmingham in the UK, which is the member of uh, the COVID-19 Genomics US uh, Consortium. So that, that's the value of uh, Ghostus. The other piece of initiative from Lenovo uh, was uh, what we call as Texomate, uh, which is a very interesting thing, actually. It's sort of a transformative potential of uh, treating cancer tumors. Texomate is actually uh, is going inside the human body to change the way doctors treat certain cancerous tumors. And the company's BioTrace uh, medical imaging technology gives doctors the ability to see inside of the body where once they were more or less blind. So you can actually see uh, that. And using the Lenovo's uh, sort of the ThinkStation workstation PCs, uh, Texomate can run advanced AI algorithms to process data instantly, providing you real-time results, dramatically um, uh, improving accuracy and predicting damage with minimal latency. It's a first procedure of its kind, and and we believe that upon the necessary approvals, it will make the cancer treatment cheaper, more effective, and less uh, taxing on the patients. So so I just added on to the apart from ghost uh, of the other initiative uh, with Texomate, which I think is, 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 is going to be revolutionary. It sounds yeah. like it would make diagnostics a lot faster as well. Absolutely. Diagnostic, uh, so diagnostics will become more faster, treatment will become more accurate and more cheaper, and obviously a lot of people can be saved from these deadly diseases. That sounds fantastic. So I'm not yeah. so uncomfortable with AI in my healthcare. Absolutely. We help you. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah, before okay. I let you go, I'm just looking forward here. Let's talk about what all of this will mean to us as patients in the future. How will our healthcare experience change or will it even? Perfect. I think in Singapore, we are all actually fortunate to have a really, truly advanced and a world-class healthcare system. So, so patient care, uh, I think, is, is always a complex activity. There will be a continued need uh, to develop uh, specialized IT infrastructure or technology infrastructure to support the various needs patients have. I think the future of healthcare will depend on data and insights. And if you ask me, the possibilities are endless. For example, um, I'm just giving some throw example. IoT AI-backed inhalers can detect the possibility of an asthma attack. Something like an augmenting teleconsultations with AI chatbots uh, can help develop uh, deliver customized content to patients on demand and offer high-quality advice and resources. So you're seeing a trend that's like becoming more, more proactive healthcare services. So this makes the process of initial assessment more efficient and could even allow doctors extra time for patients that require critical care. And at the end of the day, uh, while the future of healthcare will be in the development of tech, this does not mean an expensive future. Uh, in fact, we want to leverage tech to make healthcare cheaper and more accessible for all. And that's where we see the future uh, for healthcare. And with technology. So the patient benefits if healthcare becomes more affordable, but um, more efficient. Absolutely. More efficient, more accurate, uh, more timely, and, uh, and it's accessible. Most important is accessible to everybody. Fantastic. We've yeah. been speaking with Kuma Mitra, Director and Regional General Manager, Lenovo ISG APEC. You've given us a perspective of the synergy between technology and healthcare. You've also given us a perspective of how Lenovo is supporting healthcare here in Singapore. Thank you very much for this conversation. I've actually had, it's been very informative. Yep, thank you very much. You have a good day ahead. You too. I'm Clarissa Montero for the Workday Afternoon. This is Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. 
Available on Google Play or the App Store.